Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The hardest way to achieve success in life is doing everything by yourself. Straight all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that makes any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella, one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is I will lay out a framework of what I would do if I was trying to get into business today. If I was getting started right now today, how would I get started? What would I do and why would I do it? And I'll tell you why I'm talking about this in a second. But first of all, let me tell you all, I have a daily motivation text message that I send out for free. Every day, guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, you would like to receive that text. And if you're listening to this show, I have no idea why you would not want to receive that text. Text me right now so you can get that message. My number is 305-384-6894. Every day, when I send out the daily motivation, you will also receive it. Now, the number's down below in the description as well. Now, what would I do if I was getting into business today? I was recently speaking at a conference and somebody asked this question and I answered it on stage, but I felt like, you know what, my audience who listens to the Work On Your Game Masterclass should get this answer as well. So I'm going to answer it right here today. And I have how many steps would I take here? I got one, two, I think I only got three steps, three steps, three things that I would do. And this is a general framework of what I would do. Those of you who are getting started in business, you want some help with applying this framework and more detail that is more specific to who you are and where you're at. You need to join my university and join my mastermind by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You could do that right now while you're listening to me. So when this episode's over, we can get started working on what you're doing. So let's get into my answer. Point number one. Topic again is what I would do if I was getting started in business today. Number one thing I would do is I would see what people are already looking and asking for and see where I can grab a slice of that pie. In other words, I would find out where the market is already investing resources resources, time, money, attention, energy, focus. Specifically, since we're talking about business here, I'm talking about money. Where are people already spending money? So I am not going to come up with a brand new idea and say, hey, everybody, you all should come buy this new idea. What I'm going to do is go find out what ideas people are already paying for, 
where there are people already making sales, where are customers already purchasing. And I'm going to go see where can I get in where I fit in. In other words, where can I find a space that fits my skill set, my experience, my background, my expertise, and I have some credibility that also matches with what people are already paying for. And that's where I would get in. That's the area that I'm going to focus on. So we talk about the five forms of investment, episode 609, time, money, attention, energy, and focus. I'm going to put my attention towards an area that, first of all, I'm going to look at what skills, experience, and background that I have so that if I step into that space, I have at least some credibility and I got a little bit of a leg up on competition. Then I'm going to focus on the area in which there are consumers already investing. I'm going to find the mix between those two where I have skill and where money is already being spent. And then I'm going to figure out how do I find my space there. And this is what I coach people on in my Bulletproof Mastermind, specifically what I just said. So I've spoken about this many times before, and I'll speak about it many times in the future, by the way. So anybody ever listen to this show and say, well, Dre, you repeat yourself sometimes. I repeat myself all the time. I'm supposed to repeat myself because how many ideas have you heard one time in your life and then you went and did it perfectly for the rest of your life? Probably zero. Uh, You had to hear things more than once in order for them to get through. So I will talk about these topics more than once. Many entrepreneurs start their businesses coming up with an idea and then hope that they can find somebody who will pay for it. Hope that somebody is interested in this random idea that this brand new idea that nobody had ever heard of before they just came up with. This is the wrong approach to starting a business. This is an inaccurate formula. The reason that this is an inaccurate formula is because you have added an extra step, the extra layer that you have when you create a brand new idea is first you must educate the world, you must educate the marketplace as to why they even need your solution. And educating the marketplace as to why they need your solution could take years. This is not something that just happens in one conversation. And I've talked to many entrepreneurs who come up with some brand new idea and I'm like, well, why would anybody want that idea? And they start explaining to me why people want the idea. Here's the thing. Again, as I just said a minute ago, how many times have you gotten some new information and the first time you heard it, you immediately said, I get it, I want it, and you bought it right there on the spot? Probably never. Maybe a very few times you could count on one hand. If you have to educate the marketplace as to why they would want your new idea, you've already created a ton of friction for yourself. The problem being, number one, the marketplace may not agree with your reasoning for why they need your product. Because again, you're emotionally connected to it because it's yours. So you think they need it, but they don't think they need it. Number two, if you are unsuccessful in convincing them that they need your product, what are you going to do with that product that you've created now? Because nobody even asked for it in the first place. Number three, Is it possible that somebody can create a brand new idea and get the marketplace to want it? Yes, because we wouldn't have innovation if we didn't have that. But here's the thing you need to understand about the people who innovate and create brand new ideas and get the people to start wanting it is that they usually have a ton of resources back of them, such as time. And they have time because they have a lot of money. Usually they are back, they are funded, and they have this funding behind them so that they can put the time, energy, and money into educating the world as to why you need this new idea that I'm coming up with. So unless you have that kind of funding that gives you that kind of time and energy, then you probably shouldn't take this approach. But you can, if you want to, just know that this is what you're signing yourself up for. Many entrepreneurs come up with an idea, try to find people who want it. This is the wrong approach, inaccurate formula. What you should do instead is find out what people are already looking for, where they are already spending money, and where you would actually have competition. See, the challenge for another challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs that they think they should step into a space where there's no competition. No, you want competition. Here's the reason why you want competition, because competition means people are already making money. You want to step into a space where people are already making money because now you know that the world knows this is the thing that's worth paying for. So now all you got to do is figure out how can you get some of that money to be diverted to you instead of going to them. You step into a space where there's no competition. That means 
there's also no customers. Right? No competition means not only do you not have other people trying to take your customers, but also there are no customers. That's why there's no competition. Anywhere that people are already spending money, you're going to have competition because there's money being spent. And that's just the way that it works. You want competition. You just need to figure out a way that what makes you different from them, not better necessarily, because that's very relative and it's based on opinion. What makes you different from other people so that you stand out in the marketplace? That's your job. Finding your niche in the market so that you can grab some of that money for yourself because you already know that there are customers and there are willing live buyers in that space who are looking to spend money to solve that problem. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is what I would do if I was getting started in business right now. Number two, I would kick people out of my market or out of my niche as quickly as possible. I start getting rid of people. There's an author by the name of Seth Godin who talks about what he calls the smallest viable audience. What that means is the smallest number of people who are specifically interested in a specific problem that you can solve in the specific way that you solve it. Notice that word specific comes up over and over again. Small, specific, niche. You want to get a smallest viable audience. You do not need an audience of 100,000 people. You don't need a million subscribers on YouTube. You don't need uh, 10,000 followers on Instagram. You don't need any of that. What you need is the smallest viable audience. In other words, the smallest number of people who are interested in the specific problem that you solve, they want you to solve it. They are willing to pay for it. The smallest number of people who can do that, that will allow you to generate the kind of revenue that you need to generate. That's it. I want that thought to sink in. There's an author by the name of Kevin Kelly. He used to write for Wired Magazine. Maybe he still does. He wrote an article called 1,000 True Fans. I want you to Google this article. Again, it is called 1,000 True Fans or DuckDuckGo if you would use that as your search engine. I actually use that more than I use Google now. But look up this article. It's called 1,000 True Fans. And Kevin Kelly lays out the overall concept that you need to understand when it comes to building an audience. And understand that building an audience is not about just getting as many followers as you possibly can. I know that getting a whole bunch of followers will serve your ego. But again, what have we talked about over the last few weeks right here on the show? That we're not in the ego serving business. You're in the generating revenue business. And generating revenue is not about just getting a bunch of followers because most of your followers are not going to spend any money. Most of your followers are freeloaders. They're coming to you for whatever they can get from you for free. Most people who listen to this show are not purchasers. I know this. I'm focused on the people who buy. The smallest viable audience are the people who are willing to pull out their wallet and pull out their credit card or pull out their Apple Pay or their Venmo and actually spend money on what you are offering. Those are the people you're searching for, not freeloaders slash followers. So who is that smallest niche possible audience for you, for you to make the kind of revenue that you want to make? You need to know what kind of revenue you want to make and what you're selling and who you're selling it to before you can even answer the question, who's the smallest viable audience? This is why I have a mastermind, folks. I can help you get these answers and help make sure that even when you come up with the answers, that they are accurate and that they make sense. Many of you are making the mistake of trying to do this all by yourself. This is the reason why you keep running into walls and you're not getting the outcomes that you want, because, again, you're trying to serve your ego and prove yourself right rather than do what's actually going to get you the outcome that you want. But hey, all I can do is plant the seed. You had to choose to water the seed and give it sunlight. So once you figure out what the audience is and that you can make a living serving them, then you don't need more people in your audience. What you need is to find more people who are similar to them, not just more random people just so you can have a, a number, some kind of vanity metric. So what I would do if I was starting over is I would get people out of my audience who are not part of my smallest viable audience and I would only focus on the smallest viable audience because that's the audience that is paying me. And that's where my revenue is coming from. And I'm in the business of making money. I'm not in the business of followers. By the way, 
even if you already have an audience, those of you who are already in business, nothing's stopping you from doing this too. You just got to kind of reverse engineer it and kick people out who are already in. You don't need everybody in your audience, folks, nor do you want everybody in your audience. You want people in your audience who are specifically interested in a specific problem that you solve and who are both willing and capable of investing in having you help them solve that problem. What that means is, in other words, people who are willing and capable of buying from you. Those are the people you want in your audience. You don't want everybody. I talked about this in episode 1364, rejection marketing. You draw people, the right people in and turn the wrong people away. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is what I would do if I was starting a business right now. Number three thing I would focus on is collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. I'll use that word over and over again. Collaborate. Get as You want to collaborate as often as you can in as many different ways as you can. And there's a specific reason for this. First of all, let me give you a definition of this word collaborate. It means to work jointly on an activity, especially to produce or create something. I would really focus on collaboration if I was starting a business right now, especially with the world that we're in now, where it's easy, so easy to connect with and find pretty much anybody. The hardest way to achieve success in life is doing everything by yourself. And this is the way that most people do things. And this is the reason why things don't work out. While it may evoke, it sure probably will evoke feelings of pride to do everything on your own or to at least think that you did everything on your own. We all know that nobody actually does everything by themselves. You could brag about the fact that you did it, quote unquote, by yourself. Nobody actually does everything all the way on their own because we are all utilizing the tools, skills, the knowledge, experience and the insights of others, whether you're doing it directly or indirectly. So even if I say I do this show all by myself, well, listen, I didn't design this microphone. I did not program this computer. I didn't design the camera that is on. I did not code the software that I upload this to or the programs that aggregate it and get it out to you all for you to listen to it. I didn't design the phone that you listen to it on. I didn't pay for your Wi-Fi access. So I'm still indirectly using things that other people did in order for me to do the thing that I did. So there's no such thing as a person doing everything, quote unquote, self-made. There's no such thing. That's an oxymoron. Everybody is utilizing something that came from other people. All right. The clothes that you have on, did you design them? All right. The food that you ate today, did you grow it out of your own farm and garden and cook it yourself? If the answer is no, then you are utilizing other people, even if you're working, quote unquote, by yourself. We're all utilizing other people. We all stand on the shoulders of others. So if I was just starting out right now on this point of collaboration, I would look for other people who could help me in such a way that we are complementing each other, meaning I get something, they get something. We are helping each other out. In other words, if I'm a good salesperson, for example, I will find somebody who's good at copywriting so they can write my copy. Then somebody else who's good at websites, someone else for product, someone else for outreach, someone else for customer service and so forth and so on. I would collaborate with different people who have different skills and we all complement each other and we create symbiotic relationships with each other. I do this part, which helps all of you. You do this part, which helps everybody else and everybody's helping everybody. That's what collaboration is. I would basically utilize the skills of other people instead of trying to develop all those skills on my own, even if I had those skills. Even if I happen to be a multi-skilled individual, which you may be, I would still figure out what area or areas am I best at? What areas am I like one of the best in the world at? I will focus on that. And then I would fill in all the other spots with people who are the best in the world at that area. And this is not something that will happen overnight, by the way. This is something that would take time. And in order to do this, to collaborate with other people, guess what you need? You need relationships. You need to be outside. You need to actually know people. You need to actually see and be seen. You need to know and be known. Many of you who listen to this, one of your biggest problems, you don't know anybody. Uh, you're in the house. Nobody knows what your name is. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody has any idea what you have going on because you have no relationships. You're not outside. You are not active. 
being outside. I don't mean literally outside. I mean being active in the space in which. And so people who are in your space actually know that you exist and could possibly deal with or collaborate with you. But if you are not making yourself seen, heard, and known, then there's no way that that can happen. So you got to be outside. You got to be active. Where are things happening in your particular space? And what do you need to do to be there so that the things that are happening and the people who are making it happen actually see you and know that you exist? Many of you need to get outside. That's a many of you just need to get out the house, right? literally, and some of you figuratively just got to get out of the house. That's what I would do if I was starting now, and I wouldn't try to develop all the skills by myself. I developed many skills on my own simply because I didn't know these things in 2007, eight when I was first starting to put stuff on the internet consistently. But if I was starting now, that's what I would do. If I was telling somebody right now, I would say you need to get out and collaborate. You don't need to develop every skill. And there are so many entrepreneurs that I work with even to this day that are trying to develop skills that they shouldn't be developing, trying to get good at things that they're simply not good at. If I was to lay those things out, I could do a whole episode just on this, but I'll lay them out right now. Number one, web design. There are many of you entrepreneurs should never, ever log into the back end of another website for the rest of your life. And some of you might laugh at that, but it's 100% true. Some of you who are listening to this right now, I'm talking about you. You should never log into the back end of another website or web page or anything for the rest of your life because it is not a skill of yours. You know it's not a skill of yours, yet you keep trying to get yourself to do it. Stop that. Stop it. If you're going on YouTube or going on some class learning and taking some instructional videos on how to design the back end of a website, you shouldn't be designing the back end of a website, period. Stop doing it. Don't ever do that again. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. That's one web design. That's that's probably the biggest one because your web presence is the very thing that tells people who you are. That's basically like your storefront. Like, you know, you go outside and you see the front of a store you walk by. Like This store was interesting. And you might walk in and go see what they have to sell. That's your website. And if your storefront looks like shit, then nobody's going to ever buy anything from you because you're never going to come into business in the first place. Many of you have storefronts that look like shit because you have a job of designing your website. When you're terrible at designing websites, you are fired. You are fired from the job of designing websites. So that's one. Many of you need to fire yourself from that. If I just had to pick one, that's one. Web design. Number two, graphic design. Graphic design is not just designing websites, but also any kind of logos or any kind of um, images, like uh, meme images and stuff like that that people post online. Many of you are just as terrible at that as you are at web design. I remember I was talking to a friend of mine, well, at least somebody who used to be a friend of mine. I haven't spoken to this person in a while, but they were showing me, I was talking to them on, I think we were talking on the phone and they showed me, they sent me a text or an email of a graphic, a logo that they had designed. And they sent me the logo and they said, Dre, what do you think of this logo? And I said to this person, well, who designed the logo? And they said, I designed it, not me, but them. They said, I designed the logo, Dre. And I said, okay, are you a graphic designer? And they said, no, I'm not. And I said, okay, I know. So you shouldn't be designing graphics because it was just a trashy graphic. And I said to them, you could go on a website like Fiverr.com, hire somebody to design your graphic. And this person said, well, yeah, I know, but they use templates. And I said, well, their templates are better than your shitty graphic design work. So this is another thing that a lot of you entrepreneurs need to fire yourself from. It's trying to do every job on your own, especially when you suck at it. All right. Time is money. You can buy time with money. In other words, the time that you spent on Canva or on the back end of WordPress trying to design something that you are terrible at. You could have spent five, 10, $50 and bought that time back from somebody else who is better than you. Maybe they're not amazing, but they're better than you. They could did that job much better than you would have gotten it done. So those are the top two. 
What's another one? Copywriting is another one. Copywriting is the words that you use to convey your message. There's a text that is on your website, the text that goes in your emails, the text that goes in your actual text messages and the words that you use to actually make your sales videos and your sales pitches and things like that. This is a skill that you could use some, I think many people just need coaching on this. It's not that you necessarily shouldn't do it because if you can't put words together, then you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur. But as far as you need coaching, that's what a lot of you just need coaching on this because many of you want to be entrepreneurs, but you're really bad with words. And so it's something that it interests me. It makes me curious how people even got the idea to be entrepreneurs when they're not very good at putting words together. But this is a skill that you should actually develop. The thing is, you shouldn't just be doing it, just fly by night, figure it out on your own. You need to actually practice at this and you need intentional practice. Intentional practice means you are being coached. You need to take a copyright. You need to read some books on copywriting. You need to take classes on copywriting. You need to go to a copywriting course. You need to go to a seminar. You need to be coached on this. Many entrepreneurs out there, you need to get better at your grasp of the English language and how you put words together. And I'm not being sarcastic. Many of you really, really suck at putting words together and you cannot be a successful entrepreneur if you can't put words together. Now, if you cannot put together a coherent sales page that gives your message out really, really clearly to compel and persuade people and influence people to action, all right, you are going to fail as an entrepreneur. And some of you are failing already because you suck at this and you're not accepting the fact that you suck. You probably already know you suck, but you're not accepting the fact you suck. That's a difference. You may identify something, but you're not accepting it. You must accept the fact that you suck and that you need to do something about the fact that you suck. This one should not be outsourced. You can outsource it temporarily, but you should develop the skill of putting words together because especially if you're a thought leader, now, you can't be a thought leader. You can't put words together. That doesn't make sense. But I have seen many thought leaders who are very bad at putting words together. And until you fix this skill, uh, you will continue to suffer. So those are the top three. Web design, graphic design, copywriting. I can go on, but let's just stick with those three. Entrepreneurs out there, you must get specialized training at these things. The great news is there are so many people offering this stuff these days. You can get it. It's very easy to find. It's, it's not like you're going to be on some long search looking for this stuff that you can't find. It's all out there. So what I would do is, as I'm saying here, I'm still on point number three. Even if I'm a multi-skilled individual, I will find other people who have these skills and let them fill in the gaps. Why would you do everything on your own anyway when there are 8 billion other people on the planet whose skills you can leverage to your own personal gain? And they can leverage your skills to their personal gain. And here's the key. You got to have something to offer in order to collaborate. To collaborate with other people means you give them something, they give you something. So if you have nothing, then you can't collaborate. So first of all, figure out what your money skills are. What are your top three things that you can do that you could sell for money right now today if you had to? Top three things that you can do that you could sell for money right now if you had to. You need to know what they are and you need to collaborate using those to get what you need. Use what you got to get what you want. All that said, let's recap today's classes. What I would do if I was getting into business today. Point number one, see what people are already looking and asking for and paying for and find out where I can grab a slice of that pie. Do not try to come up with a brand new idea and need to educate the world on it. Find out what people are already paying for. Figure out what skills you have that mix with what people are already looking for. And that's where your opportunity is. Number two, kick people out sooner. Talked about this in 1364 and rejection marketing. Seth Godin talks about this, the smallest viable audience. This is a small number of people, smallest number of people specifically interested in a specific problem that you can solve in a specific way that they are willing to pay for. That is your smallest viable audience. Read Kevin Kelly's article called 1000 True Fans. If you're an entrepreneur, you haven't read that article. That means you are a delinquent on your homework. Go read that article so you know what the hell is going on in the business that you claim to be in. 
You want people in your audience who are specifically interested in the problem you solve, who are willing and capable of investing in having you help them solve that problem. In other words, they're willing to buy and they're capable of buying. Number three, collaborate. Hardest way to achieve success in life is by doing everything by yourself. While you might feel prideful and feel like you did everything on your own, there's literally no self-made person on the planet these days. We all are leveraging something that was created or thought up or you know, incited, if that's a word, by other people. We utilize tools, skills, knowledge, experience, and insights of others, whether directly or indirectly. So what you need to know is what are your top money skills? And then you need to find how you can collaborate with other people for everything else. And many of you entrepreneurs, there are many skills that many of you are trying too hard to be good at. When you know you're not good at them, you will never be good at them. You need to stop doing them. You need to find someone else who can collaborate. And there are certain areas where you need to develop your skills and you need help with these things, not just trying to figure it out on your own or do it by trial and error. You don't have enough time to learn everything by trial and error. And I keep telling you all this stuff. I'm going to keep saying it over and over again until the whole world gets it. So all that being said, text me. So you get my daily motivation every single day for free. My number is 305-384-6894. And secondly, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com for your entrepreneurs who want to get help with these things that I just told you. I can tell you where to go. I can tell you who to collaborate with. I can tell you who to get your knowledge and information from. If it's not going to be me, that is all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. For the high level professionals who are already, you have established yourself in business. You want someone who can help you stay on track. Make sure you're staying strategic. Make sure you're being held accountable. Make sure you're being disciplined that you don't allow other areas of your life to slip while you're focusing on your business, you call me. That is at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Click that link for the one-on-one call. We'll set up a discovery call and we'll talk about what we can do to work together. That is all at workingyourgameuniversity.com for either option. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.